Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. I'm Alex. I'm Isabel. And I'm Ryan. And we are huge proponents of working from home. It's kind of in the name of the show. And we've talked a lot about what makes working from home great. But it's not all roses. And there are some things that we don't like about working from home. So to avoid hogging the mic, I'm going to pass over to Ryan first. What's one thing you dislike about working from home that you miss from the office? The main thing that comes to my mind uh, is very specifically the commute to work in the morning. I love the fact that I don't have to commute now because it means that when I finish work, I can just finish and relax straight away. But what I'm finding now is that I'm missing those sort of 20 minutes, half an hour journey to work because I found that was the time when I'd sort of work out in my head what I was going to do for that day and how I was going to approach my tasks and just generally get into the, the working mindset. And now that I haven't got that, I'm sort of rolling out of bed, getting into my chair and sitting at my desk, and then trying to have to sort of get in gear and uh, and do my jobs. And yeah, I've not really taken that time to sort of prepare myself mentally for that. And I feel like maybe the first half an hour, 45 minutes of the day isn't as productive as it could be because I haven't switched on. Is this your first kind of stint working from home? So you haven't kind of established any rules for yourself? Yeah, it is. It's my first one and I'm yeah, I'm still working out how I how I best work and yeah, how I can be my best work from home self essentially. I'm still I'm still feeling it all out. Obviously using all the great advice on this show. Naturally. Yeah, I mean I feel like from my personal perspective I did find that quite hard initially, but routine is was for me and still is the best thing. But I need that separation as well. I mean as you've seen the my house many times I'm working in the like dining slash living room just sort of like spaced off by the sofa so making a temporal sort of division in my day i.e when I get up I'm not at the computer at all I leave the house and go for a walk with the dogs when I come back I make a coffee and I sit down at the computer and it's kind of tricking myself into now I'm in the office even though obviously it's it's, it's all the same space and that I basically do the same to be honest I bookend my working day with dog walks <laughs> and it does it kind of serves the purpose of commuting just from my lounge back to my lounge I like to get up and just start working straight away like I'll get up at like quarter to six or just before six and then start working at six because it turns out I am kind of a morning person if I sort my sleeping routine out one, th- I do, one thing I definitely miss is the separation at the end of the day. I'll usually do some exercise in the middle of the day just because if you let like stress and pressure build up over a whole day, it's too much and you just end up resenting work by the time you finish. But I think I do need to institute some sort of after-work commute. What about you, Isabel? So in my case, obviously, I'm working from home. My partner has non-traditional working hours i.e we're pretty much sort of doing an eight to six doing a nine to five or however my partner's a chef so he's got a he goes off and does the lunch comes back and has a big break in the afternoon and then leaves probably when I'm finishing work right but that afternoon period it's not even a purposeful distraction I mean there's the walking past which is fine because we've got headphones in but this in here lies the problem 
because I think all of us do that thing where you just sort of talk a bit when you're doing things around the house, like, oh, where did I put those socks or whatever. But when you're working on audio and you've got headphones on all day and someone says something, somebody mutters anything, I'm like, what? And it's always, always something like, where did I put those socks? Like, it's never a conversation. So it's this kind of hubbub underneath. But yeah, distraction is a big one. Any anyone doing anything in the street outside any building works which I know Alex has had a rough time of any sort of noisy vans or the drain men coming to do something nightmare I mean I've been downstairs and told off a woman for playing music too loud before in a building across the street but it's obviously it's location specific so I've known Ryan lives in an idyllic uh, sort of log cabin in a field with nothing but birds and deer to distract him which I'm sure is lovely it can be but uh, one of the types of bird that is around here um, there's, a, there's a big turkey farm about 700 metres across the field and, and yesterday I had my window open and I heard I, I don't know if these are related but I heard I heard a man yell and then I just heard all the turkeys in unison start doing a turkey call together so I didn't know if they'd sort of organised and risen up or something. <laughs> but it was the strangest thing. And yeah, if I have the window open and the, the wind's blowing a particular direction, I will just hear turkey calls around this time of year. Yeah. And when they all go silent, I mean, that's a pretty sad day, isn't it? You're going to miss those turkey calls. So I'm, I'm actually the opposite of the distractions I have pretty much none inside the house there are some roadworks going on outside but I'm always listening to something for work so it's not too bad but I moved here just over a year ago I'm in Manchester from Edinburgh so all of my friends and family are like a four-hour journey away which of course you can't make during a lockdown so not really being able to see anybody has kind of sucked and of course the professional networks I have down here have kind of disintegrated because everyone's losing their collective minds over lockdown which is understandable so it is very much a case of it would be nice to go out and see people but I can't because I don't have an office to go to. I used to work in a bookies in Glasgow and one of the things I missed about that is although it can sometimes be annoying at the time the ability to turn around to your colleague and say oh what did you get up to at the weekend and they'll just talk for three hours and you just have something in the background of just someone going to distract you. So yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, I mean, for us, we recently, only really when Ryan came aboard, we started doing those daily calls, which I know perhaps is also uh, annoying for you, Alex, that you're kind of often within an edit and it's quite hard to like get your brain out of that into something I can imagine they might even be a slight annoyance to your day or you know eating up time or whatever not saying that's how you kind of come across in them but you know (laughs) but for me I found it's helped immeasurably like I always found before that whenever we had a call all together afterwards I felt way more motivated kind of uplifted really much more kind of yeah, I don't know, energetic, seemed to be way more productive. Um, so doing those every day just for half an hour, I do agree, like more than half an hour should be avoided because otherwise we're just wasting time. But 
I think maybe we might have underestimated before how important it is to stay in touch every day, and I've definitely seen the positives from that. So, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. Hey, if you could give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate it. They do help us reach much more people. And stick around, subscribe, because we'll be back with new content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Friday.